Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Elvis isn't dead because I saw him in Fermanagh. You're listening to Bandwagons. all came through we asked for more scary stories and um you all came through so this is going to be part two of people's tales of woe and ghosts and supernatural things ooky spoopy ooky spoopy indeed I um, rang. how are you breed i'm good feeling great feeling good feeling great that's good um i was on the phone to my sister yesterday and i was like here do you have any like good scary stories um and will you send me a voice now like quiva like and she was like, oh, it's not really, she was like, the scariest thing that ever happened to me was, um, oh, I'm not going to tell this right now. So she has a bunk bed that's like, you sleep in the top and then underneath it's like a chair and a desk and all. It was like all their age back in when I bought it. Yeah. Um, and she woke up, she could hear like noises in her room one night and she woke up like really terrified. And then all of a sudden, like my dad just like raised his head up <laughs> the side of the bed and was just like, I forgot my glasses. <laughs> Oh right no! The crap out of her. I, was like, I would poo my soul out. Oh, yeah, she was no, like, "That's the scariest that. thing." But uh, it was definitely one of those ones where, like, you probably had to be there, though. You know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, how are you? I'm grand, yeah. Has yeah. the house any more hauntings? Any more hauntings in the haunting my of house. Ashdown House? The haunting of yeah, um. Of the ghost kind, no, but we continue to be cursed by the house in general. Um, yeah, the less said about that, the better. But haven't slept properly in a week because my mattress is a piece of poo, as we have discovered. I just get a new f- one. But like, why should I have to do that? Because you're the one suffering. You're That's suffering for true. nothing now. Just buy a new one. <laughs> no one loves them. Like, you don't need to be the martyr. Like, I do on. need to be the martyr. Like, you why? Don't. Like, I just, I, well, I would like a new one and I would like to not have to pay for it. Like, it's on the slats, like, Jack went down to lay on it and he was like, I don't know how you've been sleeping on this. I was like, I haven't really, like. Anyway. No, I, no. And you know what? Amy had like a half bad mattress and she went and got one of those, like, thick thick like they're called mattress toppers but they're not like a mattress topper that you just like fold over your mattress it's like it's like a half a mattress and she put that on top of the other one and she's flying it now and it looks great maybe i should just get a better mattress topper then because i have a mattress topper on top of this and all but what's it what is it though is it like thin or thick it's thin enough like well that's why memory foam memory foam maybe a memory foam doesn't agree with you it's agreed with me up until all this time until i came into this shithole Honestly, don't be the martyr. Go and get yourself a nice cheap mattress on Ikea. Okay, will do. Um, on that note, well, actually not on any related note. Um, <laughs> on we a had, completely different topic. So if you listen to the first episode, we I spoke extensively about my friend Shane, not Shane, Collaborative Studios, who occasionally laughs in the background of this podcast. Um, but... Um, so obviously Shane had loads of scary stories from that house and some of them involved his 
younger brother who actually got in touch. Uh, his name's Daniel. Shout out Daniel. He listens. You know who you are. Much appreciated. Um, he basically got in touch to say, he goes, Hiya, don't know if you'd be interested as I may be spoiling the fun. Um, personally, I don't remember any first-hand experiences like communicating with spirits at the house as I was quite young at the time. I do remember the odd experience over the years. One of the more recent examples being a washing machine being pushed out from the wall in the garage at night. And he said, but I don't remember communicating with anyone, anything. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. And then he said, he had, he had some other stories that Shane didn't have. So Ooh. he said, a good, this one got me. So it was like a good few years ago, I was being babysat when my man and dad went out for a few drinks. I'll cut a long story short, but basically they came home and were chatting to the babysitter at the end of the night to find out that a pint, which just exploded on the bar for no apparent reason, happened to explode at the same time down to the minute as a bulb in the house did. How could you work that out? They must have spoken about it. like. But how would you know down to the minute? They must have like had their phone or their clock or whatever, and then been oh my like, God. "I really like." Must... I'm just picking it apart because I don't want to believe it's true. Because they must come home from so the pub scary. and been like, "Oh my god, it's so weird!" This pint exploded everywhere, and then they the babysitter would have been like, "Oh, it's really weird. A bulb actually blew," and then marked out from there. Anyway, how do bulbs explode as well? Like that's not a common thing. What's more, uh, my ma was absolutely soaked as the pint was next to my parents, but my dad was completely untouched. So that is weird. I, that kind of got to me. So. That was another story from that very, very cursed house. But yeah. Jesus. Um, and then we mentioned about Victoria's story of the Elvis and Fermanagh. Yeah. People and loved that. Yeah. She has uh, sent on the, the info now. So I am going to read this out now. Thank you, Victoria, for sending this on. So this was on Cleanish Island, if anyone is familiar with it. Um, uh, it seems like sightings have increased and since then more and more witnesses have come forward to talk some even go as far as to say they have seen Elvis mass hysteria or is the island haunted the story of the Cleanish Island ghost which we reported in Fermanagh Herald recently has taken on a life of its own uh, we told the story of Tony and Doreen Galbraith I don't know if that's how you pronounce their name, from England who claimed to have witnessed two figures in the area while they were over on holiday at the start of the year. They described seeing two ghosts, one male figure at a deserted house on the island and a female apparition standing amongst the graveyard ruins. Since publication, Mr. Galbraith's story has sparked a flood of reaction from people in the county, some more outlandish than others. First came Trevor Coulter, who dismissed the claims as nonsense. Mr. Coulter explained he has a good knowledge of all parts of the island, having covered most of it on foot, and has never witnessed any strange goings-on. And Mr. Coulter added, My uncle Samuel Balfour is 78 years of age. He has lived on the island for his whole life and has never seen anything. And his father before him lived to be 102 years old, and he never told us about seeing anything strange. However, Mr. Galbraith's sighting has been backed up by Rosaline Morton from Darren Road in Ellis Gillen. Shout out, Rosaline, if you listen. You probably don't. She explained Gillen. her... Yeah. Yeah. She explained her recollections of living on Cleanish Island when she was younger. I lived on the island when I was aged seven to eight. My brother and I used to go fishing, and every night we were there, this figure of a woman passed in front of us. Then one night, my brother said to her, the ghost... You'd think you would talk to me. I'm here every night. But she made no reply to us. Imagine just being fuming. Just being like, uh, imagine being like, that ghost is so rude. <laughs> just keeps blanking me like. 
Um, Mrs. Mortner called. We saw her every night we were down there. She was always dressed in a long black coat with a black hat or a hood. She never spoke to us in all those years. She insisted that the story of the ghost is well known in the area and how it is believed a young girl saw her father drowning her mother in the lake. The girl is supposed to have died when she was in her 20s and is believed to have been haunting the area ever since looking for her mother. However, some of some tales which have been recounted have been more of a Las Vegas atmosphere to them. Here we go. Two men contacted the Herald to say... They believe they had seen Elvis on Cleanish Island. Phil Franco from Ballina Mallard said, there have been rumours of Elvis having been spotted there. I went out and definitely felt a presence. I believe if Elvis was going to come back, he would come somewhere inspiring like this. While Liam Henry told us, I recently read an article in your paper about a ghost on Cleanish Island. I went up to the island this morning for a walk and I believe I saw Elvis Presley. He was peering out through one of the old house doors. Intrigued, I went up and had a closer look and he ran off. He literally ran across an entire field to get away from me. So there you go. And was he, do you reckon Elvis comes back dressed in the full like white flared suit? I'd say in some guises, yeah, but I'd say if he wants to be a bit more low key, he'll just wear. He'll just wear like a jumper crew. You know, or Or like he's out, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or what was he wearing when he died? Was he He box naked when he died? Oh yeah. Uh, So he wouldn't have been fully clothed, I'd say. <laughs> so he's just who are we to speculate? <laughs> who are we to speculate? He's just going around with his Mickey hanging out like oh no, Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. Thank you, um, thank you very much. Um, so yeah, that was a story. We're really sorry to how aggressively we contested that Victoria, and we I do love the image listening. of like a ghost Elvis running across a field, just being like, "Get away from me!" Don't know why he is a fake double act. I I still stand by that it was probably a dead um Elvis impersonator because if you only saw it from far away, like. Some of them are really or, good. Or like potentially just someone that looks like Elvis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the people stories and maybe some stories new. Well, yeah. Um, we, we got a lot of emails in and some of them are very long, but we'll just go for it and see how. Yeah. How we got some messages through. as well. And um, yeah, you can keep an eye on them. Sorry, I have yeah. a runny nose. Do you, will you go first or will I? I have one up here now if you need a bit I have one up here now if you want. I can start with an email. You start, so. Okay. Hey, gals, love the pod, and it's definitely helping me get through the quarantine and college assignments. I This is going to be bad because I cannot read. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've had experiences with sleepwalking and sleep talking, but nothing too major until recently. Me and the gals were on holiday, holidays in Greece, summer 2019. <laughs> Are you all right? I'm going to put my glasses on. <laughs> Sound out the words. Use your, use your phonics. Okay. Uh, missing going on holidays, sad face. So when we were in Los, Los, um, Los in Greece. How um, is that spelt? L-O-S. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? E-O-S. <laughs> is it an I? <laughs> yeah, it's E-O-S. I-O-S. Yeah. I-O-S. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I went to I-O-S 13 in Greece. They updated the Insta profile. Carry on. Carry on. This is Eos. After a a very drunk night out, got home and went straight to sleep, Bobs. Setting the scene, I was in in one bed near the balcony and my two friends were sharing a double bed to the side of me opposite the fridge. In the middle of the night, I wake up and see one of the girls standing over by the fridge. Confused, I whisper her name and she doesn't respond. I keep whispering her name and she still won't say anything. Then I ask her why she's beside the fridge. My friend replies, what are you on about from over at the bed? I keep staring and trying to talk to the person at the fridge. My friends are confused and don't get what's going on. 
They try to get me to explain and I'm telling them that someone is over by the fridge. I also have the sense that there are people beside me at the wall of my bed. The girls are freaked at this stage and one of them turns on the light. Thankfully, no one is in the room. It's just us. The girls turn back off the lights and try to go to sleep. Uh, I mentioned that there are still people beside me and the girls decide to leave the light on for the rest of the night so we could all sleep. They asked me in the morning if I remembered it and I said that I did and tried to explain what I was seeing, but only freaked them out even more. Safe to say we'll never uh, forget that night. There's other experiences I've had with sleep paralysis, which is no fun. Waking up mentally and seeing someone lying over you and physically trying to scream and move, but you can't. I've woken up and seen people sitting on the other side of the room beside my bed, looking over my bed. Often I'm too tired to question it, but sometimes it's really freaky. After EP weekend, I woke up during the middle of the night thinking I was in a tent and tried to get out the tent doors, i.e. my curtains. Moved things around my room thinking it was stuff in the tent, etc. Took me a while to finally wake up and realise I was actually in the middle of my bedroom. Happy Halloween, gals. Oh, I don't like that one. I don't like the... Sleep paralysis is a bitch, isn't it? No. It's just like... Oh, it just reminds me of Nail in Haunting a Hill House. Yeah, that, like, a lot of that reminded me of that. Just trying to scream. I watched it. I was telling you I watched it again because I was watching it with Jack, who's watching for the first time. And we watched the last episode today and I bawled crying at the end. Really? <laughs> like, hysterically crying, yeah. Yeah, it's right. so sad I'm just like I just I just want the best for this fictional family they were through so much yeah and how do you feel about the ending now that you've seen it twice do you still think that it's like they're still stuck in that room no I don't either um, what did Jack think Jack thought it was good Jack kind of agreed with you in that not that he didn't think the ending was good but like he he just he was like he didn't really reveal anything which I was like I can kind of agree with but like I don't yeah know. it's just that's why it kind of leaves you unsettled so as well, which is probably part of the... When I think about it, I'm like, how is it that the dad dying and going into the room, like, just solved everything, you know? Like... Yeah. yeah I, don't no, know. That, I don't know. I don't think it's the kind of show where you get, like, a happy wrapped up ending. They I'm all seem to be on a decent like enough that. buzz, though. When Steve is just talking to Lee, oh, I can't. Anyway, sorry, let's not get into this. Um... So this one came in on Instagram. Hey gals, just listen to the spooky stories app. And I know I'm late to the party with this, but I thought I'd share with you. Anyway, myself and my sister spent our entire childhood and teenage years scaring the absolute shite out of each other, including all the usual tricks like hiding in each other's wardrobes and leaving speakers in each other's rooms and quietly playing something creepy. It got to a point where I would wait until she's brushing her teeth at night and I'd take my hair down, wet it, and I would stand on the landing behind her in my white dressing gown with my wet hair covering my face, staring at her in the mirror and wait until oh, she looked God. up and saw my reflection and screamed the house down um referencing the grudge if anyone's unfamiliar anyway that's not the story but the fact that we used to do this to each other made my sister think the next story was another prank so the two of us were staying over in our grandparents house and sharing a room because i was younger i was sent to bed earlier than her in brackets bitchy i know but i'm a very heavy sleeper and so and so she could be as loud as she wanted going to bed and she wouldn't wake me so when she was going to bed, she came in and left the door slightly open so that she could see her way around the room to her side of the bed. Uh, to her side of the bed in the half lit room, she could just about see me. And as she tiptoed towards the bed, I suddenly sat bolt upright in the bed, staring her dead in the eye. Naturally, she froze. She then laughed it off and was like, "Okay, haha, very funny. Go back to sleep." She said, "I didn't even flinch or blink." 
I had absolutely no emotion on my face and I didn't break eye contact even as she slowly walked around the bed to her side. My neck almost did a full 360 as my glare followed her around the room. Again with my hair down covering half my face, the grudge vibes. She said she got into bed, told me to go back to sleep once more and then I simply smiled, closed my eyes and lay down fast asleep. But she said she lay beside me wide awake for a good hour or so, terrified that her sister was possessed in the bed beside her. To this day I have absolutely no recollection but I know that I have slept walked in the past so it must have been that. The part that baffles me the most is that is the fact that she got into bed beside me even though I was very possibly possessed. Sorry for the long-winded story. Just thought you might enjoy that one. I swear I'm not possessed anymore. Love the pod girlies, XX. Sounds more like again, the sister was possessed. Yeah. Again, potentially just sleep paralysis, not to be hateful. But... Kids, kids are mad for sleepwalking. Yeah. I'll say that. Um, Val, I actually just remembered, Val that used to live here would sleepwalk quite a bit. Um... And like, honestly, that was like, I didn't obviously didn't want her to move out or want to see her go, but I was a bit relieved that I didn't wake up and have her like standing over me at any point. No, you she, wouldn't be able for that. Oh my God. Yeah. The girl said one night she like woke up screaming and ran into every room in the house, just like screaming, screaming. And she was asleep. Um, and Jesus. Then another time I think she just woke up and she was like at the foot of her bed, like out of the bed, just like rooting and rooting and stuff. I don't know. It's a bit mad. Not good. I just don't like how unpredictable sleepwalkers are. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. What is it? There's definitely... Uh, we like were a... all mad for it as children. Mad for sleepwalking, yeah? Yeah. Um, okay, here's another email. We're keeping these in on, are we? Uh, yeah, we haven't mentioned any names up until now, so maybe, yeah. Let's stick with that. I think we yeah. named every single person in the first episode, but sure. No, sorry. Let's keep everyone on their toes. No, we, the person who asked to be anonymous, we kept anonymous. I Great. don't think anyone else minded. And if you did, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Hey, gals. When I was small, like four or so, I ran into my mom one day and asked her to look at me. She was a bit preoccupied and only half acknowledged me. So I took her face in my hands and said, look at me. Do you remember when I was the mother and you were the daughter? And she said, yes. And I went on happily, LMAO. Her mother died when she was 14 and she is still kind of convinced I'm her ma reincarnate. Apparently I used to talk about living in a big white house with my grandparents and five sisters, which is how many sisters my grandmother had. Not necessarily paranormal, but definitely a bit weird on the part of on the part of child me lol what yeah that is bizarre that one's from Sinead I'll just give first names that's a very um scary image the whole thing of like grabbing your mom's face and saying that there's the other like, like there's definitely oh there's something in that like there has to be yeah oh that's so weird that's not good um this came in from Katie uh, made the class decision to listen to, yeah, made the class decision to listen to spooky stories on my way home from a night shift at four this morning. And I'm shook at the stories from the start. Quick one if you're doing a part two. We are, Katie, so thank you. We live on a fairly spooky road, nearby castles, spooky houses, old bridges, etc. When my sister was young, we shared a bed for a while due to renovations and she used to wake up with nightmares, uh, except except still be asleep. So like sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. She has really long dark hair, so she used to wake up in a sweat. Did you read this one? Face. No, I don't think so, but it sounds incredibly similar to the last one. Uh, 
wake up in a sweat, hair over her face and tell me they were coming for her. Naturally, oh, I want God. to get rid of her, but apparently you can't do that. <laughs> Lol. My parents didn't believe me until one night the three of us were watching a film and Ella ran in in a sweat looking fully awake, screaming they were coming for her. The men over the bridge were coming for her. We eventually calmed her and walked her back to bed with her having no recollection the next day. We get some laugh out of it now, but needless to say, I wanted my own bed fairly lively. Great episode. Cheers for making me shit myself on the way home from work. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. A lot of people listen to the other one on the way home from work in the dark. Yeah, not a... Would not, not recommend. Um, okay, back to the emails. Hey, Breed and Fanuna. Firstly, thanks so much for all the work you do for this podcast. I am buzzing when I see there's a new episode up. I feel like you guys are my friends. Haha, <laughs> what a freak. Um, <laughs> we, we are, are your friends. We are your friends, but also we really don't do that much work. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate Fanula. that you think we do a lot of work, but no, we do. We do. I'm only, the illusion. I'm only joking. <laughs> Who is of, this? Sorry, did you introduce this This is person? Eva. Hi, Eva. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was visiting friends in Wicklow and the next day decided to go see Wicklow Jail by myself. They give you an audio tour to, to bring you around. <laughs> Most parts of the building were grand, but there were two places in the basement and upstairs where they have a replica of a ship that was used as a prison where I was so spooked I had to leave. A very strange sensation came over my body and I had chills. I had put it down to being hungover and fragile, but I Googled it after and those two rooms where I felt weird are supposedly two of the most haunted areas in the jail. Creep town. Thanks again, Eva. Very similar to the spike one. Yeah, I've been to Wicklow Jail and I was, I like I was, this is back in my scaredy cat days and I had to hide behind one of the big lads because I was genuinely terrified the whole time. It's very dark and they have like dummies sitting in like the cells and stuff. So mm-hmm. you, you can't see until you get up close and then you look in and there's like a full on life size dummy like on oh, the bed I looking back that. at you and it's terrifying. Yeah. I wouldn't do it by myself. I wouldn't, I did it with like all of my TY here. I definitely wouldn't do it by myself. Um, this is from Emma uh, she said my granny is from Cove and I have vivid memories of her telling us about the ghost of the woman on that road out past Folta terrifying my terrifying story is from the time we stayed in a castle in Italy it was ancient and only half renovated but class really old school with marble staircase and statues all over the shop statues no 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 you don't like no, a statue no no not indoors I like a statue outdoors yeah outdoors but even even still no anyway uh, our room was draped in yellow velvet when we went out for dinner they gave us a key to get back in and no joke it was an actual massive iron old school key like the emoji and then she sent the key emoji so we came back at about 11pm my husband and I in one room our friends in another we went straight to sleep no bother at some stage I woke up again and noticed flashing lights in the corner of our room like a truck reversing but we were in the middle of nowhere I decided my husband was charging his phone there I kept feeling like I was being watched the entire time and around 1am had to go for a nervous poo. Really feeling like someone was watching me on the loo. Oh, I don't like where this is going. When I came back, my husband was wide awake and I turned on the light, which we would never do in the middle of the night. We sat up chatting about nothing, just... uh, How do you pronounce this word? Is it banal or banal? B-A-N-A-L. Banal? I don't think it's banal. (laughs) I don't think it's banal either. Banal shite for a good while and then my phone rang private number I was oh, freaked and gave it to my husband to answer who said it was nothing I was freaked and gave it to my husband to answer who said it was nothing okay we got up around 7am in brackets hadn't slept very suspicious sto- on the husband's part isn't it yeah uh, uh, and a storm was raging we were leaving early uh, before our friends 
uh, and we went down for breakfast. There was an old lady with a walking stick bringing out pastries and we sat on tables draped in pink tablecloths. We were the only people there and next thing there was a massive flash of lightning and all the lights went out. That was oh it. We got, we got in the car and drove away. Only after an hour did we discuss the creepiness. My husband had seen the watching, the flashing lights too and felt like being watched and later told me that on the phone what he actually heard he what he actually heard was someone screaming in a weird language just screaming in his ear. When we met our friends next, um they had had the the exact same experience with the lights, the feeling watched, etc. I was such a skeptic before that, but holy shit, that was scary. Recently, I heard that phone calls aren't uncommon in visits from the other side. Yeah. Then who would it be then though? Maybe she didn't want to say, but... That is honestly so unsettling. Um, I was, there's an episode of Housewives, it always comes back to Housewives, but they are, they got a psychic in and she was just like, I have a direct line to God and to the other side on, on a phone they're like so they just ring you and she's like yep like like there's no way they have that technology up there sorry if like three the phone network don't have it like if the, I like, can't get 5G in Dublin City Centre in 2020 no God is not ringing you off with Apple Live no God doesn't even have like a chat service you know what I mean God is, <laughs> you know God those shitty chatbots God is not available not God like God has things to be, God has natural disasters to be causing and... He's offline. Do you know what I mean? He's permanently <laughs> offline. He has his, his red receipts are off. His online status, you cannot see. Forget the WhatsApp it. is just like sleeping. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a busy on a, man. <laughs> on a call, just permanently on a call. Busy man, you get me. Last busy man, year, one a busy, busy man. man. <laughs> busy man, you get me. <laughs> um, this That's is from... So, um, is it my turn? Oh, is it? Sorry, it is. Sorry. Sorry, my God. Jump the gun. Um, that, that, oh, sorry for the blasphemous rant. We're definitely going to find some people. Listen, God, God it is fine. Listen, we don't... get me God's number or get the get the Yeah, hell. listen, yeah. <laughs> get the God, if you want to come on the podcast, the record straight. <laughs> Give us a bell. We're extending the invitation now. Okay, this is a quite a long email. So just okay. bear with me, but I right. think it's going to be good. I'm going to relax my back. It's from so. Orla. Hey gals, only just started listening to the podcast recently, but love it. Like having a chat with some gal pals. Thank you so much. Uh, anyways, just listen to the spooky stories one and I have a couple of stories. I wouldn't say I'm a psychic or a medium or anything, but I do get vibes about places a lot. Sorry if this is too long, but might as well add them all if you only wanted to mention one or two. No worries. Okay. So my granddad died when I was 10. A couple of months later, me and some friends were playing hide and seek in the dark as 10 year olds do in the front room of my parents' house. Not the house where my granddad lived. I was hiding behind the couch when I looked over at the at an armchair chair and say saw a glowing white outline of a person. No face, no features, just an aura. I can't explain um, how I knew it was my granddad, but I just did. He shuffled in the chair for a few seconds, then looked over at me and opened its arms like it wanted a hug. I screamed and my brother jumped up and turned the lights on. I ran out to my dad to say I'd seen his dad and explained it. My dad said apparently when I was really little, my granddad always said I was the best hugger. So it kind of confirmed that uh, for me that it was him. A couple of years later, we went to visit his grave at night after mass. You're just asking for a spook in there. Truly, yeah. Um, as we were walking out of the graveyard, I felt this horrible feeling coming from my right. I looked up and there was this black mass. I've never been sure if it was the top half of a hunched person of a hunched over person floating or if it was something sitting on a headstone almost like a gargoyle 
No, what I the hate gargoyles. I hate gargoyles as well. I just want I to know them. that there are no statues like that in this graveyard. I've been there loads before and never before and since and never saw that thing again. I was so scared. I looked away and saw my bro- brother looking in the same direction. I asked him if he'd seen something and he was white as a sheet and said yes. He now denies this ever happened and is adamant that ghosts don't exist. But he told me then that he saw something. Uh, it's the only time I've had a ghost encounter that truly felt evil and dangerous. Ooh, I actually have chills. Oh, I don't um, like that. The girls must have eaten off. Um, my mum's parents' house is about 200 years old and has lots of creepy spots around it. For years, I've heard people walking up and down the stairs when I know everyone else is in bed. There's some family portraits on the wall of my granddad's family and sometimes when I walk past them, I just feel weird. The hairs on the back of my neck stand up and I run past them without looking at them. A few years ago, I was laying in bed with the lights off, playing on my phone. From the corner of my eye, I saw what I can only describe as an orb, about the size of a golf ball, float from the door from the door into the room and then disappear. I thought it was my eyes playing tricks on me until five minutes later, I saw the exact same thing going the opposite direction out the door. I slept with the lights on after that and don't really like sleeping in that room anymore. Only recently, my granddad and my cousin both mentioned that there's a corner in the dining room that they just described as dark feeling there's lots of people have died in that house because of its age or have had tragic deaths elsewhere so it would be no surprise if that place had lots of spirits I don't like that are you a bit freaked spooky, spooky. yeah I keep thinking I'm seeing things but yeah I, I keep seeing you looking around I'm like, Ooh. It's like Ooh. there's a candle flickering in one of my metallic pens and I keep thinking there's something like over there there's not we're fine we're all good Um, this came in from Jessica Hey girls, I wasn't going to write in because I'm scared I'm going to jinx myself and it will come back. But I'm living with my nanny now. Okay. I love this already. I love this already. <laughs> I imagine it's just like, but I'm living with my nanny now. Okay. Love the pod. Good for you. Love, love the pod. Just want to let you know. Years ago when we were up for a sleepover, I woke in the middle of the night and looked up to see this man sitting on a chair right at the side of the bed looking down on me. I know he was sitting, but I knew he was tall. I remember being so scared and hid under the blankets until I eventually fell asleep. Years passed and I ended up moving into the same bedroom when I moved in with her. And I always got such a bad vibe in the same spot that I saw him. And it freaked me out so much for so long that one night I eventually sat up and out loud asked him to please leave me alone and don't come back. And thank God he hasn't come back since. Also, don't know if you've ever heard of Leap Castle, but it's a local haunted castle here. And me and my friends used to go on ghost hunts. Oh my God. Every so often paranormal group in Ireland but one particular night we went down to underneath asked all the usual things oh show us a sign etc and all of a sudden I got hit in the back with a rock bear in mind we were in the pitch dark at around 4 a.m. we used to stay overnight and the man who lives in the castle used to make us a fry in the morning (laughs) absolutely not you're asking for it if you go looking for it but I mean, free fry. Free fry, yeah. You there's I, there's actually very few things I wouldn't do for a free fry. Now that I think about there's it, there's arguments to be made for and against. You know, I've never actually heard about Leap Castle of You. No, where? What county are we talking? I'll Google it. Hang on, you Google it. I I Google it, and then you bring up the. I was going to say apparently that is the way email. to confront ghosts. Is like to just be like, go away. Like just say, go, shoo, get going, gone. Um, Leap Castle yeah. is an awfully. Go on, oh, scat, go on. Go Skip, on, get, go, on. go, scat. Go on, go home, go home, go home. 
as you watch to the local Jack Russell Terrier. Jonathan can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, this one's from, well, yeah, this one's from Lauren. Um, hey, Breeden Fanula, love the pod. I was listening while playing Sims. Would highly recommend. <laughs> I actually have two spooky stories. First one. Sorry, this isn't that gassed, but just mad. Ha. <laughs> Interesting. Um, okay. So my sister passed away in 2009. She was only 10 and obviously it was very hard. My nanny has always kind of made us aware that her third eye is fully open and often communicates with spirits, etc. Anyway, one day she was at home alone. She lives in the, out in the country in a bungalow and always has a radio playing in her kitchen. She was going down the hall to the toilet and the radio's volume turned up so loud that when she went to go turn it down, she and she went to go turn it down, but it went down itself. So weird, but she went into the bathroom anyway, and it's just a toilet. They have separate shower room, and the room was completely fogged up as if someone had a shower. And Jilly was written across the mirror, or Gilly, G-I-L-L-I-Y, which uh, what we called my sister was written across the mirror. I was traumatized, but she said she felt very relaxed and welcomed her spirit to stay. It was mad. The second story is about a ghost in primary school. So it was a school that was an all-girls school, but was also run by nuns, classic Ireland. And in our hall and moor, there was a stage, but you could move the stairs and go underneath it, if that makes sense. So everyone used to fight over who was helping the teacher to get the PE supplies. And then two older girls were in the hall and were like, girls, you don't want to go under there. And none went in before and was crushed by some equipment and her ghost is still under there and tries to get any young girl that goes in to live with her because she'll kill you. <laughs> she wrote me. <laughs> Sure, we were all screaming and crying and everything. Never wanted to go under the stage again. Ha ha ha. So sorry for the length of this. Jesus Christ. Anyway, love the pod. Happy spooky season, Lauren. Pure, pure older gal carry on in an all girls school because we were the same in our primary school. Like we were told from the get go because we had like two separate bathrooms for like the younger classes and then the older classes. And we were told like you couldn't go to the like the senior girls bathroom because it was haunted. And then sure, then we were, and then, yeah, and then sure, you were in fifth and sixth class, and there wasn't a ghost to be seen. Yeah, she didn't want. She didn't I love how it's like pissers. a nun. A nun went in there and got crushed by equipment. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't even an ancient story. It's like no, she went in and a load of hula hoops fell on her. Her <laughs> <laughs> goalpost or something like. Yeah, um, iconic. Do you have one? Um, I sure do. This is from Sinead. Hey guys, here's a kind of spooky slash funny story from our college days you might get a kick out of for your Spooky Stories Part 2 episode. So there was five of us living in a house in Cork, all girls. I think it was our second week of college and one of the girls was upstairs and screamed. We all ran up and she had found a picture of a baby with Nicolas Cage's face on it. Oh my God, the scariest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Imagine that was it. Um, Stop right there, that's enough. Yeah. Um, so that was stuck on her ceiling lampshade. She was freaked, but we were like, it was probably there from the people that lived here last. Very logical. We binned it and thought no more. Then two weeks later, after a night out, she was lying in bed and spotted it was back up on the lampshade. No. This time we proper ripped it up and just assumed it was one of the girls taking the piss. Then another two weeks passed and the same girl pulled down her blind in the room and saw four pieces of blue tack on the blind in like a perfect square and then found a picture of Nicholas Casey... (laughs) and then found a picture of Nicholas Cage's full face with the eyes scratched out in her drawer no why did this person hate Nicholas Cage was, National that Treasure a... is a good movie it is not the second one though just the first one not the second um, one the first one yeah 
That was a phase for a while though where people were going around just putting pictures of Nicolas Cage and things, wasn't it? Yeah. It has obviously been stuck on the blind. It had obviously been stuck on the blind at one stage. Q and absolute freak out. The girl was absolutely terrified. We still thought it was one of the girls in the house and we stuck the picture to one of the girls' laptop screens. But she didn't even mention it when she found it. She was cool as a breeze. We eventually all sat down and had it out and everyone said it wasn't them. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. I love this idea of calling the house meeting and being like, okay, right. guys, first and foremost, can you please wash your stuff after you use it? And also, what is the fucking crap with the haunted Nicolas Cage pictures? Oh, God. Well, it was bloody one he is. It was bloody one is. Um, the girl. So sorry, we got. Hmm, where was I? Sorry, I had it out, and everyone said it wasn't them. We were all screaming at each other. Now, one of the girls in brackets, the one whose laptop we stuck it to, was super shady and kept laughing and videoing the freakouts we were having. But swore it wasn't it. her. She did it. She did. She it. absolutely did it. We got two of the lads to come and check the house for us, and three of us slept in the one room for a week. The girl Hard, you're not being haunted by Nicolas Cage. The girl whose room it was, maybe it wasn't Nicolas Cage, maybe it was someone who just really didn't like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. The girl whose room it was never ever stayed in the house by herself, even in the daytime. We locked the picture of Nicolas Cage in one of the girls' college lockers so it was out of the house. We were afraid it would find its way back to us if we just binned it and it never happened again. But we never got to the bottom of it. I still have my suspicions that it was the shady girl. Sorry, like... It was absolutely the shady girl. You weren't haunted. You just lived with a sociopath. (laughs) Um, Years later, when we were all finished college, the locker was cleaned out and we found the picture. It was all gas and we had a laugh, but I took the picture home and it's in a box in my home house. I didn't trust anyone else. Anyway, who knows if it was a prank or something ooky spooky, but I will never look at Nicolas Cage the same way. (laughs) Haha. Sorry for the speed. Love the pod. You're the best. Your your current housemate has a similar story, doesn't he? Jack. Does he? Yeah, about when he lived with the lads. What he's is not it? there is... handy, is he? No, he's not. I'm in my room. Um, about? I remember now, I do definitely have the details of this wrong, but when he lived with Steve and Jack Fla um, and James, I think, they used to like open the freezer and there'd be like balloons in it and then like there was pictures on the hall in the hallway that were always turned the wrong way and they turned them back and then every time they'd get up or whatever they were turned back again and it went on for ages where just like little creepy things like that were happening and all of them were swearing that no one was doing it um but it was Jack Flaw. I think like genuinely it got to the point where they were so freaked out they thought someone like they were, I think Steve or Jack was like, no, I genuinely heard someone come into the apartment last night. Like, I think someone's coming in and doing this to us. And Jack just went I with do it. I like, vaguely and remember this now you say it. Yeah, yeah. Jack Flat is the man behind our lovely team tune. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar, so. 
he's a he's a prankster he's a devil he's a devil um do you have one yeah this is also quite a bit long um this one is from anya sorry i wish i had water but i don't uh, hi gals, love the podcast. I was listening to your spooky story one and when Breed said about sending in more for a possible part two, I couldn't resist. Great stuff. We're off to a flying start. Um, <laughs> a flying start. I was about 12 years of age when we had an extension put on the back of our house. There's a hallway that runs all the way down the middle of the house with rooms off to either side with the kitchen at the very back. I remember the presses in the new kitchen were too high for me to reach. So I used to have to hop up onto the counter to get a glass from the press. I used to love doing that as a child. Um, one evening I was home alone while my mom was dropping my brother's friend home and my dad was at work I went out to the kitchen to get a glass of water and after hopping down off the counter I heard the keyboard in my bedroom I was learning the piano at the time playing the Furleys playing the the Furleys what's that called like again? I have no idea no honestly isn't that the one that's like do 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 could be um, so the keyboard was playing itself no joke I still remember the blood rushing from my head I was frozen to the spot for a second just listening then told myself if I got back to the sitting room at the front of the house I could just turn up the Simpsons and drown out the f- big freaky feckin' classical tunes playing from my room so I started walking down the hallway as slowly and quietly as possible in case it was a murderer having a tinkle on the keys before he just members me. <laughs> I passed the house phone in the hallway and thought about ringing the guards. Don't know what I would have told them, lol. <laughs> but, didn't, <laughs> but didn't because what if Beethoven upstairs heard me and killed me before I gave my address? So I made it back to the sitting room, leaving the door slightly ajar. I turned on the telly and nothing. The channels were gone. Lights and all still on. I thought to myself, he's cut the fucking power lines. I'm so dead. <laughs> My my parents were learning to speak Spanish at the time and had like a Rosetta Stone CD. So I literally put that on the stereo to make myself feel like there was someone with me. Like the thought processes when you're under pressure are nothing short of ridiculous, but absolutely hilarious. Of course, the CD starts skipping, but just as I was about to go upstairs and ask outright if the murderer would just end my misery, my mom arrives home. I'm clearly very traumatized by the evening's events, but in true Irish mommy fashion, my mom was like, stop being so ridiculous. Go up to your room and have a look. I guarantee nothing is there. I don't want to hear any more shit like that. Like absolutely zero fucks. I dumped all porcelain dolls I owned and didn't sleep right for, for a solid six months in that room. I know it's a long one, but it was a defining moment in my life. Haha. <laughs> Thanks for the laugh, gals, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you too, even though Thank this you will so come much. out in in November. Mariah Carey in yeah. We're we're on we're in Mariah. Do you know like in mass, do you know they have like ordinary time, Easter, Christmas in like my calendar in Mariah Carey time. Do you know what, what you like, mean in mass they have Easter time? Or, sorry. <laughs> no, do you know about? what I mean? Like no. uh, you'd go no, well like you'd go and in the mass and in like Catholicism, in the Catholic calendar, they have like ordinary time, which is like 90% of the calendar. And then you have Christmas, you have Easter. What is that? No, uh, I don't know. Do you know, and there's like, there's like 12 days of Christmas and they light all the candles in the fucking I room. do. I used to love going you know and seeing the candle. Yeah, they'd light another candle every week because it was like, or they blow one out. I can't Catholic remember. Catholic calendar, ordinary time. I'd be raging the very few times I'd be going to mass and you'd be in ordinary time. You'd be like, this is so boring. I don't know what you're talking liturgical. about. Liturgical. I'm talking about the liturgical. So you'd have like, uh, in the liturgy of the post Vatican to Roman rights. This is a very religious episode. Uh, uh, hang on. 
uh, why does this just not say clearly? Because it's just, not clear. That's religion, liturgical, baby. Litur- liturgical calendar. I think we're in ordinary time right now. Like, I don't think we're in Christmas time. Anyway, the point I was trying to make was... This is not the countdown to Christmas. Not in the eyes of... Santa on the brain. Not in the eyes of the church, okay? Not even in 2020, (laughs) probably. But the point I was trying to make was this very laboured joke was that if there was a church of Mariah, we would be in, like... Black Friday season. Like, forget it. I just forget (laughs) I actually said anything. I cannot actually... The church of Mariah would be at the... We'd be in the, like, little jingle bells at the start of all I went for Christmas. Just yeah. the jingle bells. That's Just all you can hear at the minute. Um, okay, this one's from Shauna. Hey, gals, listen to the Spooky Stories episode here. Always get the shivers when my mum tells us this story. We Ooh. live in the back arse of nowhere in Galway, near a village where the Battle of Ockram was fought. One night when we were young, my mum was dropping the wheelie bins out to the top of our road to be emptied. It was really dark and wintry, so she quickly unhitched the bin from the car and put the bin in beside the ditch off the road. As she was doing this, she heard something padding past her looked up and saw this abnormally huge black shaggy dog who stopped, looked at her for a few seconds and then carried on walking up the road. She didn't think anything of it until she turned to walk back to the car and felt like a bucket of ice water had been thrown over her. She thought to herself, that wasn't a normal dog and couldn't get into the car fast enough. She told her elderly neighbour the next time they were chatting about what she saw and her neighbour said there's an old ghost story about the Hound of Ockram, a wolf hound owned by a soldier who died during the battle and now wanders the countryside. My mum wouldn't be easily spooked, but you can tell whenever she talks about it that she honestly believes that's what she saw. There's something about black dogs, isn't it, and death. What? Generally, like, isn't there? I've no Is that idea. not the whole thing in Harry Potter? No, not Harry Potter. No, that dog has three heads. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not fucking that one. Fluffy. Not Fluffy. Not the one with three heads. What? What, what is, is the one with three heads called? Fluffy. No, you're right. No, like, Fluffy is Hagrid's Fluffy. dog. No, Fluffy isn't Hagrid's dog. Amy Blake's listening to this and she's screaming. Oh, that, the three-headed dog is Fluffy. Dog. Is that not exactly what I said? Yeah. Fang no, was his dog. Fang. Fang. Um, we came up with a new name for the cat we might get. Did I tell you oh, this? No. Um, we're going either Julia Roberts or oh I've forgotten it now Genevieve or do not get a cat foster cat if you're going to get a cat yeah, yeah we're going to foster cat obviously yeah Um, I think we're it's either it's between Genevieve or Julia Roberts please vote vote um on the Instagram yeah um, yeah I was going to there's at least some story about black dogs just generally maybe it's not Harry Potter maybe I actually made that up entirely but there's some thing where it's like black dogs are death and associated with death was Sirius a dog no I'm thinking of the fucking teacher Sirius Snape (laughs) (laughs) the Harry Potter people are listening to us now (laughs) ready ready to Severus Severus you mean (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean you mean you said it not me you said Sirius Snape Sirius Black Sirius Black yeah but I'm thinking of the teacher Black Dog (laughs) Maybe it was in the books or something. That is a serious <laughs> just, <black dog. laughs> just forget I forget Harry Potter fans, forget I said anything. I actually do have uh, a franchise. I'm just getting mixed up. No, you don't. Don't there is something like you about, have any interest in Harry Potter. Say, just I've read listen. every we've just talked about it before. I've read every single one of the books. We Who hasn't? Our, we should oh shut you <laughs> haven't read any of the books, Miss Princess Diaries. Sure for all. Um I read Marley and Me at the turn of nine. <laughs> 
And I also read, P.S. I love you. So you lied on whatever episode you were talking about that as well. You were like, oh, I've only read Princess Diaries. No, I read it. I have read a lot of books. I just, I've lost the will to read anymore. (laughs) You should try Harry Potter at some stage. No. Yeah, okay. No, we we said we were going to save it for a live show because it's so much. It's so big. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the fuck are we going to be able to do a live show? And we need to get um, one of the, the Gleasons or something on it. <laughs> <laughs> who are the Gleasons? You honestly the think Brendan Gleeson, <laughs> Brendan Gleeson is not going to waste us. The man's oh, playing Trump. The, the man's playing Trump and he's... No, I wouldn't go... You can't go for the big dogs. You have to go for one of the brothers. You literally just said the most successful <laughs> Gleeson, which is Brendan. No, I didn't say the yes, most you successful. Did. You did. No, I think they're the most accessible out of the Harry Potter oh. cast to us. Unless you want to go straight for like Ron or something. I don't know. Can we do? We're not going to get Ron. Ron's just a baby. <laughs> who could we get? Um, who we get Ron we get and the really missus. Realistic? Get the missus um, in for movie club. Um, I genuinely think we'd probably get like Luna Lovegood. Yeah, she's Irish. She might do it. No, do you know who I want? I want Seamus Finnegan or nothing. I feel like Seamus Finnegan might be problematic. The real life actor. Oh, then I definitely want him. No, we, we don't. We don't endorse it. Like, I feel like he did If bad you are, are listening to this and we're in the Harry Potter franchise, <laughs> please <laughs> slide into our DM. Seamus Finnegan, if, actor. If you, you weren't, but you know someone who was, also slide into our DMs. If you have Devin. suggestions of people who were in the... Oh, there's the cat. There she is, yeah. Hey, um, Whiskey. Devin Murray. He was sued by his agent. I actually don't think he was problematic, though. And he was expecting his first child uh, this year. Maybe he will come on. Is that what about Hagrid? Is Hagrid Irish? A Robbie Coltrane? No. Is he not? No. He's very good at playing an Irishman. Could we get... Um, I don't know. Hang on, I'll Google Robbie Coltrane. We should probably he, just... Pit, Robbie Coltrane is Taggart that's been a murder. Like, he's Taggart. Like, oh, is he? Um, Have you ever seen Taggart, be honest? He's Scottish. No, I haven't, my shite. Cat, don't go up there, please. please you please, talk please, about Taggart so much for a guy who's never seen it. I know, I do. Can you see her tail? There she is. Very no. angry because she's been awakened. Put the mini mouse ears on her. I want to see. I want to see her go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She'll get so angry. I want to see her beat you up. <laughs> Carry on with the next story. Okay, this is. I actually asked for someone to email in about this, so this is really ideal. Okay. So you do. Uh, do you have you uh, have you anything you'd like to say? It's like my favorite murder where they get the cat to meow at the end of every episode. She won't meow. She's not a meower. Carry on. Sorry. She's a scratcher. She's a scratcher. Hey gals, love the pod. Just listened to your episode on spooky stories and was reminded of this story when you mentioned Loftus Hall in Wexford. Up Wexford. Um, I spent all my summers in Wexford down near the Hook as a kid and I was always absolutely terrified of Loftus Hall, even before it opened a few years ago for tours. As my nanny is from Wexford, we always grew up with the stories of Anne Tottenham. The mysterious stranger playing cards in the house, the hole in the roof that can't be fixed, etc. Don't want to go into loads of detail, as I'm sure lots of people have heard it. No, please go into detail. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, send any more detail and we'll put it on socials. Yeah. Okay. My story is actually from my nanny, who somehow knew the owners of the house, I think, during the 70s and 80s, in between the times when it was a hotel for a short period. Personally, wouldn't be my top choice on Booking.com. So my nanny and granddad really wanted to see the house as one of the bathrooms is the same as the bathroom in Buckingham Palace and the staircase is identical to the one on the Titanic and in the Vatican. That, I did not know any of this. Neither did I. 
Um, so they went with the owners for a look around and brought a camera with them. One of the old film cameras that are all back in fashion now. Anyways, they went around the house, first taking pictures outside on the grounds and then inside the house, in the bathrooms, on the stairs, in some of the bedrooms, etc. All was well. The spooky part happens when they develop the pictures from the camera. All no. of the pictures no, no, taken. No, 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 All of the pictures taken inside the house didn't develop properly and were fully black. Uh, you could say it was a problem with the camera or a finger over the lens, but the strip of negatives had perfect pictures in my had perfect pictures my grandparents took outside the house before they went in, and taken after they came out in the gardens. Only the ones taken inside the house didn't develop. It's worth noting many people have died in the house with three deaths taking place on the stairs, if I remember correctly. And none also drowned on the private beach attached to the, to the land when the house was a convent a few, for a few years. So yes, there is a chapel inside the house. Anyways, my nanny says she still has the negatives to this day. And even though I'm almost 23, I still won't do the night tour in the house. A few years later, my mom went to teen discos in Loftus Hall as a teenager. Picture Junior Sart Wes, but in a house built in 1666 with the creepiest history ever. Anyway, thanks. Anyway, gals, thanks. A mail for the pod, keeping me sane during choir. Neve. Neve, this is my favorite email so far. Yeah, I enjoy that. That was. I do. I would like more info though, so please send anything else on. I My parents did drive me past Loftus Hall once, and it is very spooky from the outside. We should buy it. We should. Like, it's, it's, you'd be making money. Yeah. What would you do with it? It's been a convent. It's been a teenage disco venue. It's been a chapel. What is it? What did she say? It's been a hotel. It's been a museum now because they give tours or whatever the hell you call it. What would you do with it? Roller rink. <laughs> oh. um, or I don't know, like a pool. It's a bit boring. Um, <laughs> a nightclub. Think Beauty and the Beast Mansion, like. But it's as old as time, song as old as rhyme, beauty and the beast, um, turn into a massive extravision. Cat, cat sanctuary, cat sanctuary, hotel for cats, hotel <laughs> for dogs. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you, whiskey? You'd love that so much. Sorry, um, I actually, I feel like I've Mandela affected myself because I had looked up Robbie Coltrane and I realized Tiger wasn't going up. So then I googled Tiger. He's not Tiger. He's not Tiger. He's Cracker. He was in a show called Cracker and Taggart was actually a different thing and he wasn't in Taggart. Cracker, there's been a murder. But Taggart was a Scottish series, but like Robbie Coltrane wasn't. There's no link. I just actually completely made that up, so. Okay, okay. Well, I thought coded, he was Irish, so. I've coded that for years. I have a lot of undoing to do. I'm not sure if I have any more. Um, but is Hagrid an Irishman? Uh, oh, I do actually have a character. Post. Sorry, hang on. No, he was just... He was wherever just, the hell he was from Scottish. he was a bit like um like Capaldi, in, wasn't he well like the uk is still jesus christ she is right <laughs> on your face whiskey is not having any of that microphone the uk like still existed in how am i supposed to hold this whiskey um the uk Listen, still existed in harry potter and um, it was just that like it, there was magic you know yeah anyway next story and <laughs> um, this is from anime Hi, gals. Hope you are well. I'm a massive fan of the pod. Keep up the good work. After listening to the ghost episode today, I remembered some stories my nanny tells. And also my mother said my granddad was mega superstitious about the river beside his house and would never Ooh. stay fishing past 12. He once saw a horse and cart carrying a hearse crossing the river. There used to be a Protestant church slash house thingy near. So this could be the link. 
The cat's falling off me. Oh, little baby. Get off. Okay. Do you want to come live with me for a while? I don't think so. Wait, she would have to change her name to Julia Roberts. I don't think, well, I don't think she recognizes her name as Whiskey anyway, so. Ah, they Um, do. Anyway, uh, so going. sorry, there used to be a Protestant church slash house thingy near. So this could be the link. In brackets, all my mom's fam think it's definitely haunted and have seen super weird things nearby. My grandparents also used to have a goat, and one day the goat just dropped dead, literally straight away after my nanny got a call to say that her brother-in-law had just passed. My nanny also claims that she heard three knocks on the door from the banshee to say someone's died, I think. And five minutes later, they found out my grand uncle passed. There is Ooh. definitely way more family stories, but I just said I'd text you in case you do another episode on this. I've never heard the thing about the banshee knocking, but... Yeah, she comes and knocks on your door to grab you in the night. On the subject of banshees, a friend of the podcast, farmer and pop superstar, uh, Colm, who listens, um, as does his boyfriend. Whiskey, please get down. Please, 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 please. She's just bored now. Um, He obviously works and lives on a farm. (laughs) I'm afraid you are of your own I thought she was going to bite me. She looked like she was going to bite me. I think she's possessed. Um... Colm tweeted recently saying that he saw he was out one evening at the woods by his gaff or on his gaff and he said he saw a banshee there and he just wasn't afraid at all. No, Colm. So no. maybe I should ask him a bit more about that. He should send us a voice in. note. Yeah. yeah. He said he just, he said, he said he found it all. Well, sorry, I'm actually reading a lot into the tweet he said, but he said he just wasn't afraid. Saw her fully saw I saw a banshee and I wasn't, I wasn't afraid. Wasn't even a bit afraid. Yeah, I wasn't afraid. <laughs> I saw a banshee and I wasn't afraid. That's all the Insta ones. Do we have any more emails? There's two emails. They're both quite long. Okay. Um. So I don't know which to go with. Whiskey's here for the night anyway, so. Okay, we'll do both. If you want to, you can go, you don't have the emails there, do you? I can bring them up, yeah. Which one is it? Okay. I'm going to do the most recent one. You can do the Great Spoop of 2014. Uh, okay, so this is not the Great Spoop of 2014. This is the other one. Hey, ladies, the spooky episode freaked me out and I kept thinking about my own spooky experiences. One in particular from when I used to work in Lissadale House in Sligo. I feel I've always had some sensitivity to spooky stuff. Ghosts and scary stories used to terrify me as a child, but I've grown older. I feel a bit more accepting of it. So Lissadale House is where Constance Markovich and her family, the Gore Boots, grew up and lived for context. When the current family bought it, their kids came to our primary school for a while and mentioned that they thought the house was haunted. But kids being kids, I thought, fuck no, bye. I'm never going there. They're probably only messing. I remember hearing that uh, one of them had felt a presence at the end of his bed in the middle of the night and something grabbing his foot. There were seven kids, so it could have just been pranks. But everyone I knew who has worked there since has got really eerie vibes from it. That is the plot to The Conjuring. Just that's how The Conjuring starts. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I worked in Lissadale House one summer when I was in college. I was based in the tea rooms, which were located in the old coach house riding arena. Well, hey, a bit, <laughs> a bit away from the main house. There were old rooms filled with junk and furniture, but also one just crammed with taxidermy animals, which just gives the worst vibes. It was always cold. Doors would open and creak on their own. Same with the floors. Anyway, one evening I was closing up on my own and that meant bringing stuff from the tea room to the kitchen fridges. Normal enough, except this involved a journey through the room converted into a gallery. Through a room converted into a gallery. I usually hurried through because one, I wanted to go home and two, there was a really off atmosphere there. On my way back, I saw a man's face reflecting back at me in one of those frames on the wall. 
I bolted and got out of there as quickly as I could. I felt so cold and it was in the middle of the summer. It could have been written off as sure that was just a portrait, but it was a landscape drawing painting where the face was reflected and there were, were no, no portraits like that face in the gallery. I stayed a few more weeks and always hated closing on my own, having to walk to the gallery after that. So many people, so many people who worked there had eerie experiences. They had a high turnover of staff, not spooky. It was just a really rubbish place to work. (laughs) And before one of the kitchen staff left, she told me about when she felt a presence at her shoulder and out of the corner of her eye saw a woman in dark green clothes, like an army uniform. But there was no one there or even close by when she turned and looked around. She felt that it was the spirit of Constance Markovich. I know it's a bit mad, but I feel like it's so plausible now. None of the vibes where I worked felt evil other than the employers. Jesus, they're going in. <laughs> but uh, more just like it was their home and they belong. More just like it, that it was their home and they belong there. Anyway, I love the pod and the two of you are gas bitches. Amy XOXO. Um, sorry, there's a follow up as well. Just to follow up, I have been in the house and it's beautiful, but I think there's more than the family that lived there. I visited as a kid when the previous family owned it. I've had a look online and the face is very similar to one of the family. Ooh, Henry Gorbooth, but again, no portraits of him in that part of the building. And it was a very close up reflection, almost like it was looking into the frame. Um, here are some pics of the building I worked in. Ooh, and there's pictures. You can put, these you put them on socials. Yeah. God, yeah, that is a terrifying. It's beautiful, but it is a bit like spooky, spooky. Thanks, Amy. Um, and then lastly, this one is from Gemma. Hi, spooky queens. I sent a very short summary of this to you the other day on Insta, but here doing a part two, I thought I'd submit my ghost experience. Uh, so a few years ago, a friend of mine asked me to cover her babysitting job for the couple across the road. This road had these stunning Georgian houses. The house is laid out in that typical Georgian style where there's stone steps up to the first floor with a fancy hallway, but the kitchen living room is on the floor below in the basement. The baby's already asleep three floors up and all I have to do is watch TV. Three floors up? The house was making a few noises upstairs. It kind of sounded like there was someone else in the house slash the house settling. I'm I'm a big believer in ghosts and spirits, so I kind of thought the house was a bit haunted, but I wasn't bothered as long as they didn't bother me. Well, I started to hear footsteps in the room directly above me. They started off quiet enough, but then they got louder and more prominent. There was a point where it sounded like someone was slowly but firmly putting their feet down. In brackets, I could hear the heel to toe pressure on the floorboards. After a while, the footprints moved from the room above me to the stairs. It sounded like someone was walking up and down the stairs. The staircase was to my right and I couldn't see anyone. The footsteps started speeding up to the point where it sounded like someone loudly running up and down the stairs. The running keeps getting faster until suddenly the baby monitor beside me screams. Not from the baby, but a high-pitched static scream for about 10 seconds and then it cut out. The whole house was silent. I had at this point shit myself. I was absolutely not having this. So I did what any reasonable person would do and called my mom to come over and sit with me. She said, um, I was 19 at the time, lol. God bless my mom. She actually did agree to come and babysit her own fucking adult child. On the phone, she mentions that maybe someone really is in the house. A far more reasonable but terrifying explanation and that I could check on the baby. And that I should check in the baby three fours up. I feel like that should have been the immediate response. No offense oh, yeah. to you, but yeah. um, I don't know how I managed this, but I checked in the baby and went and looked into the rooms on the first floor, but no one was there. While I'm waiting for my mom to come over, I sit in the hallway of the first floor. This is going to sound a bit mad, but I've never experienced a feeling like this before or since. I felt an energy coming from the room that the footsteps had come from. It was something, it was like something was glaring at me. It was a really bad, angry energy, and I definitely felt like it wanted me to leave the house. It was like I was being mentally forced out of the house, if that makes sense. 
Although people think I'm mad for believing in ghosts, I like to think I'm a fairly rational person. But at this point, I opened the front door and stood outside the house and waited for him, for my mom. I was legit a shite babysitter. I was fully prepared to leave that house and not return. Sorry to this baby. I had just felt such a strong hatred from that room that I physically couldn't stay in the hallway. So my mom arrives and sits with me for about two hours and those wankery ghost fucks, of course, stop making noise and the house was silent. My mom eventually leaves and puts the noise down to the attached house beside us. But I knew that the noise had come from inside the house. For the rest of the night, I turned the TV on loud and eventually the parents saved me from the hellscape of that house. I'd actually texted my friend who I was covering for asking if she had any weird experiences in the house. And she was like, oh yeah, that house is hella haunted for fuck's sake. She said she's seen dark figures, heard noises and sees the baby stare into one particular spot in his room. And when she turns his head away, he would look right back at the spot. I also texted the parents in a panic asking what the crack with the house was once they heard the footsteps. They probably thought I was trapped. When they came home, the dad just laughed it off as he traveled a lot. But the mom said she's alone in the house quite a bit and often hears strange noises. So that's two other people who have heard weird shit in the house. I only babysat there once more and refused to acknowledge the spooky goings on. Sorry, that was mega, mega long. Love the pod. You've gotten me through some shite lockdown times so far. So thanks. Oh. Yeah, that's not good. I would not. That baby, not worth it. No, not worth it. Not worth it at all. Thank you so much, everyone, for sending in your scary stories. Until next year. We'll do it all again. Okay, so do you want mini bandwagons? I sure do. So I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do real mini bandwagons and my new mini bandwagons. I have decided. Okay, what does that mean? So I'm gonna give you like my three Irish businesses to support, and then I'm also gonna give you just like three of the classic mini bandwagons that people. I think people have been missing. Excellent. Okay. Okay. Um, so we got a message in from a lovely girl called Sophie and she said, hey gals, um, if you're still doing shout outs for small businesses, my sister and I just started up a wee business selling wax melts and we started as a quarantine hobby and loved it so much that we decided to start selling a few weeks ago with me in the world if you could give us a mention. So that's at MG underscore melts. Um, so please go give them a follow. I love a wax melt now, I'm going to be honest. So. Who doesn't love a wax melt? Like? Who do- treat yourself. It's autumn. Yourself. Um, the next one is the Laughing Nelly. Um, these are handmade keepsakes made in Tremor in Waterford. Sorry, these are so cute. We put They're them on Insta. So They're cute. so cute. So on their Instagram, it says, turning treasured memories into memory treasures. And they make little uh, treasure teddies and never forget Nellies. They're little like elephants. They're very, very cute. Um, it's at the Laughing Nelly on Instagram or the Laughing Nelly dot I. And finally is B Grand Designs. I don't know if you saw these. This is Emer Hester. She does personalized digital illustrations and like general like sketchy bits. Um, and she was doing a printing and delivery of illustrations. So it's bgranddesigns.com or bgranddesigns on Instagram. But they are very, very good even if you just want to go on for a scroll, because people love a good illustration. Yeah, I did see these. They are very, very nice. Very, very nice. So give them a follow. Go have a look. Spend Put them on your, your money. List. Yeah. Um, and then my real mini Van Dagens. <laughs> I don't yes. know. That's Not that those are fake. Have you seen this new scary movie? Because we love scary movies. That's on. His house. His house. Um, I've heard Netflix. a lot about it. I haven't uh, watched same so I think the premise of it is it's two refugees in England that have arrived in England and they've been given this house to live in while they wait for citizenship I think yeah. um, but basically the house 
I don't know, I literally only watched the trailer, but it's like the house, it's very ooky spooky. There's weird stuff going on. And I think the male starts to like lose his mind a bit. And they think they think they do this on purpose to try like run them out of the country. I don't really know. It looks very interesting. The reviews have been so good. So, yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, but it's on Netflix. Yeah. So do give it a watch and let me know what you think. Um, I started watching, have you ever heard of Cuckoo? No, I'm when so you said late it, to this. When you said it to me earlier, I was like, what is she talking about? I haven't heard anything about this, but there you I'm go. so late to this because it sounds like my dream show. So it's Andy Samberg and Greg Davies. Right. Greg in Davies? A, yeah, in a sitcom. It's a British sitcom. So it's like Greg Davies. His wife is played by the girl who played Emily in Friends. I really don't have her name to hand and I'm very sorry to her, but she's very funny. Um, <laughs> sorry to this woman. The daughter is the girl with the fringe from the Inbetweeners movie. And right. the son is like Tiger What's-His-Face from um, from Outnumbered. The oldest son in Outnumbered. And then Andy Samberg play, is played, he plays Cuckoo and he marries the daughter while they're like, she's on holidays in Thailand or whatever, meets him, marries him, brings him back to England to like live with his family. And it's basically like him and Greg Davies having all these like misadventures. Interesting. It's- very good. And where is that? That's on Netflix. How has no one talked about this before? It's yeah, old. I to- yeah, I totally miss that. Interesting. Okay. And then in season two, Taylor Lautner's in it. It's Matt. Sorry. Something. I feel like I have seen Greg Davies promoting it, but it's just never. I never cared. I definitely didn't know Andy Samberg was in it. So there you go. Yeah. I've only watched season one now and I very much enjoyed it. And it's very short and lighthearted. So give that a watch. Um, and then finally, I have to give a plug to this because I went on the Paper Tuesdays podcast um, the other day. I think it's coming out this week, but it's uh, I just got to have a great chat with two gory lads. It's a Wexford podcast, but they are all inclusive. But if you're from Wexford, it's very enjoyable. Um, kind of similar to this, but it's two lads and they talk about newspaper articles. They have really interesting guests on. Um, I think Keith Walsh was on a couple of weeks ago. Kathy oh, Costello, gorgeous gory model. She was been on it. Loads of people. Um, so give them a follow and go listen to them because they're doing great things and they deserve to be well known. Absolutely. What are they called again for people who want to look them up? It's the Paper Tuesdays podcast with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin. Great. If you like my Stuff. accent, you'll love theirs. Absolutely. Um, that's all I have. This has yeah. been a very long episode, I feel. Thank you so much, Brie. It has been a long episode, but you know what? Thank Bump you so issue. much, Vanilla. Um, thank you to Shane from Collaborative Studios. Um, if you liked this podcast, um, give it a review. And if you didn't, I don't want to know about it. Keep it to yourself. And, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I don't want to know. Um, follow us on Spotify. Share it on Instagram as well. If you were listening to, uh, pop it up on Instagram because I love to see. Yeah, I love to see it. We are on Instagram, Bandwagon's Podcast, um, everywhere. And yeah, follow us on Spotify. You'll get the latest episodes there. We are on Patreon. If you want to support us, we have loads of cool, nice benefits there, um, including four bonus episodes per month. Banger. Um, I think that is, I think that's it from us until next week. What are we doing on Patreon this week? Um, I think it's off the wagon, so... Are we going to do a little live Zoomy Zoom? The cat is going mad here beside me. Um, yeah, we can. We might, we're probably going to do a live this week on Patreon. We might, um, We might. yeah, we might. Maybe we'll put a poll up on Patreon and a poll up on our close friends or maybe a question box. And if there's anything in particular, maybe you want us to talk about and we can see, but like, yeah. 
just keep it loose keep it light yeah and we might take some inspo for the rest of the month yeah keep it loose keep it light and uh, we'll have a few beverginos and we can have a zoom and a chat if people aren't already sick of that um okay thanks for listening goodbye guys see you next week bye bye Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.